scraping by on half a million dollars a year. Yeah, there are actually people who believe that's their reality. We all know that it is a very tough world for the rich, and today we are going to investigate why some of them feel this way, fully break down what a rich couple spends their money on, and truly begin to understand what it's like to scrape buy on half a million dollars a year. But before we dive into that, where is all of this coming from? It all started with this money blogger named Financial Samurai, aka Sam Dojin. In 2015, Financial Samurai published an article that not only pissed off a few people, it pissed off millions. The title, Scraping by on $500,000 a year why it's so difficult to get out of the rat race. I mean, if that's not some of the best damn copy that I've ever seen. In this article, Sam takes a deep dive into the lives of high income earners like doctors, lawyers, who seem to be doing well in their life on the outside, but when you boil down their finances, they're living paycheck to paycheck. This blog post was eventually picked up by many major publications and made the rounds worldwide. Many didn't even read the article, they just saw the title and they ran to Twitter to and moan and complain about everything about the author, even though the guy literally is just adding commentary to an existing couple's finances. Now, Financial Samurai has also written other articles such as how to make six figures a year and still not feel rich, $200,000 income edition, surviving off a 400K income, Biden deems rich enough for higher taxes. You can tell that Mr. Samurai has a gift for really using language that makes people feel something, usually anger. And I'm pretty good at asking for a freaking like. So smash the like, subscribe, but yeah. Let's be intellectually honest here. Is it true? Are there actually people who are legitimately scraping by on $500,000 a year? Well, lucky for us, our boy Sam was able to interview an anonymous couple living in New York City who claims and is saying that they are scraping by with $500,000 in household income, and they were nice enough to share a budget for us to scrutinize and shred to pieces, so that is what we are going to do together today. We're gonna go line by line, I'm gonna add some context, and I really think this is a very, very important video for you guys, since you're eventually gonna become very high income earners, you're gonna do very well in life, and you know why? It's because you're watching this video, you are money-minded, you are smart, you got it, but I do think there's a lot of lessons or not to do's that we go pull out of this budget. And I just, oh my God, I can't wait to dive into it. So let's get into it. This chart is an annual spending example of a couple who each makes $250,000 a year as lawyers. They have two children ages three and five. They are both in their early thirties and live in New York City, the most expensive city in America. Quote, one could say they are scraping by with just $7,300 left a year in cash flow. Well, we will see about that sale. First things first, and what is just glaringly obvious to me is the 401 contribution of both the husband and the wife. I believe it's more now, but at the time in 2015, the max contribution was $18,000. And look, both the husband and the wife are maxing out their 401ks, which means they're putting away $36,000 plus the matching, which could be up to 100%. And given that they're lawyers at some big law firm, it's not out of the question that they're getting a 100% match on their contributions, which could be up to 72K, right? You have that, and then you also have the compounding in the market from the investments. So what do you mean scraping by? You guys are putting away more than most people ever do in their entire lives in one year and you're scraping by? So this is gonna be a really interesting video if this is how we're starting. Regular people aren't able to stow away $36,000 a year. Hell, I suggest saving six grand on TikTok and I'm getting shredded to pieces. People telling me that's so unrealistic. These people are telling me they're scraping by with 36K in the market a year. 
in their household, this is gonna be fun. Taxes, now that, <laughs> taxes, $185,600 in taxes between the couple. That's almost a 40% effective tax rate. Now in the blog post, Sam states that the number one reason why high six-figure income households are scraping by is due to taxes. It's more efficient to earn investment income than W-2 income due to lower tax rates. Now here's where me and the author kind of think a little bit differently here. Where I disagree is to say that the biggest reason why somebody is scraping by, especially a high income earner, is because of their taxes. I just, what? It's because the money that they do have is going out the friggin' door. While these folks should be looking for more tax efficient ways to earn income and businesses and other investments, blaming high tax rates for the reason that you are cash poor is is something only a rich person could say. But man, he is correct that as you start earning income as an employee, you will get rinsed on your taxes. It's just like the least efficient way out of all the ways to make money. Childcare, oh my God, $42,000. And this is just to watch the kids. This is 42 grand. 42 grand. Sam states that the 42,000 a year cost can be spent on daycare or a day nanny, although some contend that $42,000 is not enough. I mean, listen, I'm not a parent. I know that daycare is quite expensive. It can be several thousand dollars, especially for two working parents in the Big Apple who probably work extremely long hours. Like I get the whole daycare cost thing, but I don't know, man. Is that like, that's a lot of money, bro. There has to be a cheaper way. Now, to be fair, if we break down that cost to a weekly amount for two children, it's $800. I mean, if you're saying you're scraping by, I mean, I would probably look to childcare where you're spending $42,000 and maybe try to find a better option if you are scraping by, if you're struggling, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, can we find a more cost-effective option? Mortgage, $60,000, $5,000 a month in mortgage expense, bought this family a $1.5 million, three bedroom, two bathroom, 1,700 square foot condo in Brooklyn a couple years ago. But I don't really know, like that's still a lot of cash. And I wonder what the numbers look like if they looked at a more suburb outside or maybe New Jersey or I don't, know the area very well, but they could look to the suburbs outside, maybe a more cost-effective option instead of Brooklyn. But regardless of if it's reasonable or not, that is significantly eating into their budget. Food for four, $23,000 a year. Spending $23,000 a year on food means spending roughly $1,900 a month or $63 a day for four or $15.75 per person for all three meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I gotta give it to, that's pretty good. Like, are they telling the truth? Like in New York City, Brooklyn, 15 bucks, breakfast, lunch, dinner, five bucks a meal? Maybe I've been judging these folks a little too hard because if they are telling the truth there, that's one line item that I'm not gonna try to fight them on and that's food. Home maintenance, property taxes, property insurance, these are all very reasonable numbers. Three vacations a year, $18,000. So Sam states in the article, let's say each vacation is one week long and costs six thousand dollars for a family of four is that so unreasonable for four people seven nights at a three to four star hotel costs around three hundred dollars a night twenty three hundred dollars including tax round trip airfare for four to debt-laden puerto rico i did not say that correctly i don't think cost another twenty four hundred dollars the family is left with thirteen hundred dollars to spend on food and activities that's still spending a lot on vacation. Like you can find a lot better deals, a lot better places. People who are actually scraping by cannot afford $6,000 vacations 
three times a year. That's living pretty good. My version of a vacation was driving five hours that way and going to some city and staying in a hotel. Like we weren't flying. I mean, I didn't fly till I was like friggin' in my twenties. Like I don't want to get too worked up, but like I understand where they're coming from. I'm trying to, but like, oh my goodness. Car payments, $9,600. With two precious ones, the parents decided to lease two family-friendly vehicles, a BMW 5 Series and a Toyota SUV with three-row seating. $800 a month in lease payments means one less hassle when it's time to get rid of the cars. They like the convenience of covered maintenance and the peace of mind by having a warranty. They are busy professionals with kids. Car problems are the last thing that they wanna deal with. Apparently, the last thing that they wanna deal with is their budget because they don't really care about it all that much. Not trying to judge too hard here, but like, New York City of all places, do you need two cars? You're complaining about scraping by. You've got two gas guzzlers. One's a premium car with premium gas, premium maintenance. No wonder you're losing, like, Guys, if you are enjoying this episode, I would love if you smash the like button. Okay, life insurance, $3 million policy term, not too bad. I mean, happy to see that they are in a simple term policy and not some BSIUL or whole life garbage. New clothes for the family is around $10,000 for the year, which honestly, like I kind of get given their profession, they're lawyers, they have to present, they're not wearing Hanes underwear and a suit for Marshalls, they gotta look good. But I mean, it's probably a few thousand dollars more than it needs to be, but you know, I'm not gonna kill them for $12,000 on children's lessons, sports, piano, academics, violin. No regular family can afford $12,000 to spend on their kids. How are they sc scraping? Scraping. Children are one of those things where you never want to scale back and you never want to, you know, deprive them. You want to give them the best life, you know, while making sure that they're not entitled to but you wanna make sure that you're investing in their future if you can, especially if you never had that, all that kind of jazz. But I can't find the scraping, man. There's so many areas where they could optimize. This was done years ago, so God bless the couple. I'm sure they've learned because, you know, anonymously they were torn to shreds for years. Anyway, next one. Charity for $18,000. If you're giving away $18,000, what have I said all video? Most people wish they could donate, they can't. They're too busy starving. $32,000 to student debt. Okay, here's a big lesson, guys. We know we talked about the employee being the least tax efficient thing you can do. Of course, starting a business, investing, all that stuff is, is much more tax efficient. But here's the thing, you look at these doctors and these lawyers and you look at these high income earners, nobody talks about the debt that they have to take on to get there. And if you run the numbers, somebody who's working in trades who doesn't have any debt and just get started with investing is going to outpace the hell out of that person until they're well into their 40s. I mean, it's it's been shown over and over and over. So before you guys go to school to be a lawyer or a doctor or like any high income earner that requires a lot of debt, you might want to second guess that. And if you are going to go into those fields, you might want to think about how you're going to come at it from a business angle, maybe owning multiple practices, owning multiple shops, whatever it is. You want to come at it from a business perspective as opposed to being an employee in a system. And $10,000 for stuff that randomly comes up which is fair given everything else. And then they also have $7,300 left over after everything. To recap folks, these people drive a luxurious car, invest almost $40,000 a year, go on multiple vacations, live in a solid home, and as we just saw, 
out. They still have $7,300 left over, plus the 10K for random stuff that they can't even account for. I am all for getting rich as I don't, I don't like people that say tax the rich and all this bullshit. Like, I'll be honest, like, yes, there's a place where, you know, some people are evading taxes unethically, but like a lot of times it's people who have nothing better to do complaining about it. Like, just worry about your life, clean up your own life. You might not like the tone of that, but I don't really care. In this scenario, one thing that does piss me off about high-income earners and the rich is when they are just completely out of touch with reality. And they use words that they just shouldn't use. Like, I mean, scraping by is a remarkable thing to say. And maybe they didn't even say that. Maybe Sam's just making it up and he's just being provocative. These people don't know why they're struggling. Struggling. They're just so delusional. So one thing that you want to take away, guys, as you start to make more money, whether it's a lot more money or as you start to level up, always keep your feet on the ground and always be humble and true to your roots. Even if you came from money a little bit, try to get more in touch with everyday people and the real world and what people actually go through so you can be more socially aware and you can be more empathetic. I hope they weren't confused and thinking that they were struggling and all this kind of stuff. Like there's very quick things that they could do to switch. They're basically cutting back in a few different areas and they are off to the races on a rocket ship with that amount of money. So learn from this because there's a lot to learn. If you guys enjoyed laying into this budget as much as I did, please smash the like button, hit the subscribe and I'll see you next week. But I'm out this mother right now. Peace.